Hi, my name is Amit D'Souza and welcome to my storytelling podcast. I hope you enjoy the stories. The Metamorphosis I don't wield a sword anymore. That doesn't mean I have forgotten how to use it. Tara calmly said, as she methodically grasped the right arm of the man. She had her left palm just behind his elbow and her right palm on the inner side of his wrist. She pushed both her palms towards each other and heard his elbow crack. The man howled in pain. That should teach you not to touch girls in places you are not supposed to. Didn't your parents teach you that? Oh, never mind. She let him writhe on the ground and walked away towards her school. It was her second day on the job as a sports teacher and there was a function in the school that she did not want to miss. Tara was a beautiful young girl. She was raised in a conservative family with good traditional Indian values. This, in turn, meant that she was supposed to be demure, look pretty, be home before dark, and speak softly. She was six years old when she was molested. Her neighbor, a thirty-year-old man, had put his hand inside her dress and massaged her chest. He had gently carried her onto his lap when she went to his shop to buy candles that her mother wanted. He took her into the back of the shop where he kept all the stock. He had asked her to look around and take what she wanted. When she had selected the candles, he took them from her and placed them on the table. He then began to ask her questions about what clothes she liked to wear. Tara said that she liked the dress that she was wearing. But is this not tight? He asked her, concerned. No, uncle, this is not tight. You should be able to breathe properly, he said. I am able to breathe. No, bitter. Take a deep breath, he said and proceeded to show her how. Tara did as she was told. Uncle was helping her to hold her breath. He then put his hands into her dress and squeezed her chest. See, I told you the dress was tight. My hands should fit easily inside, even when you breathe, Pitta. Tara released her breath and wriggled away. Uncle was hurting her with his constant squeezing. Where are you going, Bitta? Don't tell your parents that I helped you with your dress. They may feel bad that they spent so much money and your dress turned out to be wrong. Then they will feel disappointed. Do you want your parents to be disappointed, Bitta? He asked her with concern in his eyes. No, uncle, she replied.
Good girl. Go home now. Take your things. All these are free. You don't need to pay for them. He said and waved her off. Tara ran home. She had no idea about what just happened. All she knew was that her chest was hurting. She touched her chest and cried in pain. She thought about telling her mother, but then thought about how they would feel disappointed because her dress was too tight. She cried herself to sleep that night. Come on, girls, time to go to the ground, the sports teacher called out loudly. It was the following day. Tara had been feeling the pain in her chest but decided not to skip school. Her best friends would miss her, but the ground was not something that she was up to. Ma'am, I don't want to play today. The sports teacher, Miss Victoria, looked at her surprised. Are you okay, Tara? You are one usually running to the ground. Yes, ma'am. My chest hurts and I don't feel like playing today. Little Tara replied. Miss Victoria looked at her concerned. Why is your chest hurting? Did you fall while playing? No, ma'am. Tara replied. Child, tell me exactly what happened. I promise you, I won't tell anyone. But if you don't tell me, I may not be able to help you, said Miss Victoria, trying not to show the worry she felt on her face. Tara related the previous evening's incident to her. She did not know why, but she burst into tears. Miss Victoria gently put an arm around her and caressed her forehead. Come with me, child. Let's go and check if there is any wound that needs to be looked at. Tara held her hand and trailed along. She felt that Miss Victoria could help her. She trusted her. After a brief examination, Tara was found to have no wounds. Her chest was bruised, but it could be healed with some ointment. Miss Victoria gently applied the ointment and instructed Tara. Do not speak to anyone if you are not comfortable. Do not visit this uncle of yours alone. And even if you visit with your parents, do not let him touch you. Oh, and Tara, did you know that when you breathe in deeply, everyone's clothes get tighter? Miss Victoria took a deep breath and Tara saw that her blouse was now tight. She looked shocked. Miss Victoria took her tiny face in the cup of her palm gently and smiled. Tell me, Tara, if you are walking down a path and a snake comes out of nowhere and bites you, would it be your fault? Tara shook her head. Miss Victoria smiled. Would it be your fault 
if you threw a rock at it first, and then the snake bit you in return? Tara replied, I shouldn't throw rocks at snakes, ma'am. Miss Victoria nodded. Child, similarly, if you have not said anything to anyone, yet if someone hurts you, it is their fault. Every living being retaliates when it is hurt. Ants bite when stepped on. Bees sting when the honeycomb is attacked. Cats scratch and hiss when cornered. Why did you not retaliate when you were being hurt? Tara looked confused. With teary eyes, she replied, Ma'am, I did not know why he was hurting me. I thought he was helping me with my dress. Miss Victoria nodded, picking out some cookies into a paper plate. She held the plate before Tara. Child, only your mother, grandmother or someone whom you feel is trustworthy can help you with your dress. You will know whom to trust by just listening to your heart, my dear. I am going to teach you how to identify whom to trust. Have you gone swimming? Tara nodded. What do you wear while swimming? Tara replied, A swimsuit, ma'am. Good. Now, any part of your body which is covered by a swimsuit is not to be touched by anyone, Miss Victoria said pointing to the parts of her body. A palm through your hair is fine. If anyone spreads their fingers through your hair, it is not, she said, demonstrating again. Anyone touching your leg above the knee is not okay. Tara listened carefully, nodding her understanding. Now, if someone does touch you, how will you retaliate? Miss Victoria asked with a raised eyebrow. Tara gave her a wide-eyed look. How must I, ma'am? I am short and don't feel strong. Miss Victoria smiled. I told you about ants. How small are they? Yet, does their bite hurt? Tara nodded. Then bite hard child. I told you about the cat. Use your fingernails and scream loudly. That will do the trick for now. For the future, you need to train hard, said Miss Victoria. Tara nodded again. What training, ma'am? Miss Victoria smiled. Over the course of the next few months, Tara had been sensitized by Miss Victoria. She knew the difference between a good touch and a bad touch. Her parents had been informed too, and Miss Victoria ensured that she was as reassuring as she could be. Tara's parents were in tears upon listening to the ordeal that their child had to go through, but were grateful that she had a good teacher. Tara smiled as she remembered the past. She confidently walked towards her school. 
It was Miss Victoria's retirement and she was not going to miss it for anything. She smiled upon seeing her teacher and ran into an embrace. Ma'am, finally you make the time to meet. I called you so many times, Tara complained in good humor. Now, I have all the time to meet with you, child, Miss Victoria smiled as she walked with Tara towards the gathering. Her parents were already seated in the audience and smiled broadly when they saw the two women walking in. Tara was the new sports teacher, replacing Miss Victoria, who was happily retiring.